Welcome to the very first episode of the Bad Sex Podcast. I am so excited. I'm so, so excited. Uh, I'm your host, Krista E. I'm going to introduce myself that way, even though most of you, uh, and by most of you, I mean the 12 of my friends listening, definitely already know my last name. But say this blows up, all right? Just hear me out. Say this blows up. And I got some crazies listening in, hearing about everything I get down to, and they want to see what's up in real life. I don't need them to be able to find me. You know what I mean? Can't always be too safe. Um, Who knows? I might change my mind in the future, but might as well start safe. You know what I mean? Anyway, I'm so excited. I've been wanting to do this for the longest time. Uh, Anyone who knows me knows I love talking about sex. It's one of my favorite topics. I love getting into it with friends, partners, coworkers. Uh, That's third one in inappropriate settings only. All right, we don't need harassment charges, but I do love talking about it. I also love giving advice about it. Um, Again, most of my friends know I give incredible, not just sex, but dating advice. Um, I never follow my own advice and my dating life is a fucking mess. So um, that's science. Basically, that means everyone should follow my advice and we'd all be good. But um, do as I say, not as I do, as I like to say. But this is just something that I've been wanting to do for the longest, and I'm so excited to finally be doing it. Uh, The the kind of thing that gave me the idea to start the podcast was when a good friend of mine called me um, in a panic to tell me about this horrible sexual experience that she had just finished. Um, And, you know, she's telling me about how this guy was just like not reading the room at all and was so disconnected and just like wasn't paying attention to her. Um, in the way she needed to like know what she was enjoying and what she wasn't enjoying. This guy was just completely like not on a different page. And um, what struck me the most about her story, one that like, damn, that's like having bad sex sucks. Like it's ass, like nobody, it's the worst experience. But two, that later on she went on to tell me that this guy texted her um, saying like how great it was and it's crazy that two people can share an experience and have completely different perce- uh, perceptions of how it actually went down. Like, that's crazy to me. And, you know, not to point fingers, but honestly, the nature of this podcast is going to have to make a good amount of generalization. So I hope you guys are down to kind of go with me through those. But usually in those situations, the person who is kind of on their own planet, not really knowing what's going on is the guy in heterosexual relationships is usually the guy. And it's the girl who feels that the experience was awful. And that's just like too common of an experience that I've had. My friends have had women everywhere have had. It's just way too common. And like I said, bad sex is the worst. It can make you feel like shit. It makes you, you know, feel like you made bad choices or something, you know? No one wants to feel that way. Everyone wants to leave sex feeling, you know, re-energized, rejuvenated, you know, kind of like Stella got her groove back. Everyone knows what sex is supposed to do for you. So that's my goal with this podcast is to just kind of increase everyone's odds of having an experience like that like that rejuvenates you, makes you feel good, makes you feel sexy, makes you feel whatever you need. Um, Because I think part of it is men really not paying attention. I I can't lie. That's probably the biggest part is guys just not paying attention. And it sucks. It's like, 
I don't know, ask or pay attention to like sounds you're hearing. Is she reacting? Does she seem like she's shifting away? You know, it's just pay attention, right? But on the flip side, women, I think we're conditioned to be, you know, as accommodating as we can, a lot of times at the expense of ourselves. And that, you know, sex is no different. And so women are not speaking up when we should be. So, you know, I'm someone who has been practicing speaking up so that I don't have bad sex because for me it just like really really bums me out bad sex bums me out and just it's not good so it's obviously it's bad um so I've been practicing speaking up so I don't have to deal with bad sex anymore and for the most part you know in the few experiences that I've had where I've gotten good at this it's really working um but I haven't had sex in a while I'll get into that later um purposefully but Uh, I want to kind of empower everyone, women and men alike, to have conversations about sex to improve it overall. Like, I'm sure there are things men like that they're afraid to ask about and or don't know how to bring it up without offending their partner. And same with women. It's touchy. Sex, Sex is definitely touchy. And so, guys, let me do it for you. So that being said, let's get into the format. The most important thing. Well, actually, let me start with I'm hosting this podcast solo which is different than my last podcast that I had with a good friend, Janae, um, that some of you may have listened to. It's called We Have Questions. It's still up. We've got eight great episodes. Check it out if you feel like it. Um, But we, it might come back. It might not. We're just kind of both figuring out life right now and how we can, you know, come back and do this in a way that we can commit to. Um, So it might come back. It might not. In any case, I do plan to have guest hosts on. Um, Not every week, but maybe every other week or every few, I have to figure out a schedule so that you guys can hear different perspectives because I think that's important. Like, obviously, um, because you've chosen to listen to this, by the way, thank you so much for doing so. You are coming from my perspective, but I think the most helpful thing would be for multiple perspectives to be heard on the show. Um, So that's why I'm going to have guest hosts. Um, I would also love, I mean, my friends are hilarious and they have great, you know, stories and great opinions and things like that. So they'll obviously be on, but I'd love to have people who work in the field on. So, you know, strippers, porn stars, sex workers, hit me up, sugar babies. If anyone's a sugar baby, DM me. I'll keep you private. Your name does not have to be on the episode. I would love to talk to a sugar baby. Anyway, I'm getting off topic. Um, Anyway, sex therapist, anyone that knows more about the stuff than I might, because most of my experience... Um, is coming from anecdotal stories of my friends telling me and then my own personal experiences and then what I kind of see in the media and things like that. And I think I've got a pretty good idea. Sex has always been really, really important to me and I've always kind of been a student of it, even very young. I remember being like super informed on like contraceptives and how to prevent pregnancy and STDs and um, the different types of like birth control. I just like looked all this stuff up at a really young age, mostly because I was terrified. I did not want to get pregnant. I was like so scared. So I kind of learned out of fear. Um, So I do know a lot about it, but I would love like professional perspectives. That would be amazing. Then getting to the most important part of the podcast format is I want it to be more of a dialogue. I want this to be like a conversation with me and our guest hosts and the listeners. So I need you guys to ask me questions. That's going to be so important. A lot of you already have because I announced this on my personal Instagram page and um, you guys submitted hilarious and really good questions that I'm going to get into later in this episode. I'm really excited. Um, But it's going to be imperative that you guys ask questions 
um, weekly so I have something to answer, but also so we're having a conversation and I'm making sure I'm talking about things you guys are actually interested in hearing. Like you can send over just a topic. You can send over a full-blown situation like get into detail like you know those long ass texts you send your friends detailing like okay so here's what he said here's what i said here's where we went here's what we did i want those details and i will i will get into it and i'm we're gonna come up with a solution you know what i mean because this is a sex podcast but also i want to um talk a lot about dating especially in my experience i'm still trying to figure it out i'm in my mid-20s just turned 26 what's up scorpio gang gang what's up um Sorry, guys, I'm talking so fast, but honestly, I have a date later and I'm going to be late. So I'm just trying to record this intro real quick. Um, but dating is also something maybe even, no, not more than sex, but maybe equally important as sex to me and my friends and kind of as a whole, I feel like millennials are just struggling right now in this area and we can figure it out together. So ask me questions. Here's how. In the podcast page bio, I'm going to have my Ask FM. It's ask.fm slash badsexpod. Oh, and on Instagram, the account is at badsexpod. Same with Twitter, at badsexpod. I like to keep it consistent. And then same with Gmail, badsexpod at gmail.com. So those are three ways you can ask questions. Via DMs on Instagram, via email if you have a longer situation you want me to answer, or via Ask FM if you want to be kept anonymous. Either way, I'm not going to say any names. So try your best when you're emailing me to not to include names too so I don't accidentally slip up. But I will not be saying anyone's name. I know this is touchy stuff. And these are relatable things that anyone could be... Like, I'm sure if you write something in, you might feel like it's you're the only one struggling with this. I'm sure so, so many other people are struggling with the same thing. You know, I'm going to make sure that we're talking, you know, kind of more generally. I don't want to put anyone on blast. Oh, speaking of on blast... The best part about announcing this podcast has definitely been all the dudes in my DMs that I've hooked up with, like frantically asking me if they're going to be mentioned on the podcast. I think that's fucking hilarious. Like, first of all, I'm not here to name names. I feel like sad that people think I'd be that mean if you like weren't enjoyable. I would never like go on blast and say your name. But also it kind of lends itself to the entire point of the podcast, which is just like, if you had spoken up in the moment, if you're unsure whether or not I would mention you on the bad sex podcast, if you're uncertain, then you probably in the moment should have and could have been asking questions to make sure and checking in. Like that's the whole thing. We need to be talking about it because years later, if you're paranoid that it was bad, then we probably should have been talking about it in the moment because if it was bad, then something could have been adjusted. You know what I mean? Anyway. I digress. That's been hilarious. Uh, love you guys. None of you are going to be mentioned on the pod. Just relax. Um, okay. Where even was I? So ask me questions, um, DM me, email me, and I guess I should get into a little bit about myself so you guys know who's talking to you every week. So I am living in LA right now. Um, I've been here almost three years. My two and a half year anniversary was just the other day. Um, which is crazy to me. I cannot believe I've been living here this long. You guys will probably hear me talk about how LA is not my favorite city. Um, you know, not the least of reasons being that it's impossible to date here. Um, so I am dating out here. It's a nightmare. Uh, this date later, it's a guy that I actually used to hook up with a couple years ago. So I have hopes it won't be awful. But most of these dates I've been going on recently have just been shockingly bad it's it's really incredible it's almost like they're having a seminar taking a class on how to be the worst (laughs) um but that's been happening a lot 
And then that aside, just I feel like me being from the Midwest, it's been tough for me to find people whose values align with mine out in Los Angeles. Um, and I've always been a bigger city person, but LA is, is, is specific. You know, everyone drinking green juice and hiking. Like, I don't do either of those things. And if you expect me to, we will never work out. Um, nobody sleeps out here. Nobody sleeps. Like, I nap all the time and no one is sleeping. Anyway, um, dating out here has been impossible. Uh, so that's kind of part of the reason why I wanted to start this podcast to maybe kind of force myself back out there because I went on, as I mentioned earlier, a self-imposed man hiatus, um, had a relationship go real self, uh, out here. You'll probably hear about it because I'm not over it. What, what? Um, anyway, um, oh, my cat got on the table. Sorry, guys. Robin, off. Um, but... I took a break after that because I just realized I wasn't making the best choices and not putting myself in great situations. And I just need to reflect and figure out what I wanted overall, you know, out of a partner, sex in general, and just my life. You know, these are important things for me to sort out. So I've been taking a break, but I've recently decided after an epiphany that I had in Las Vegas, Nevada, my new favorite city, um, where I celebrated my 26th birthday, that it's time for me to get out there again. I'm going to be open which is why I'm giving this guy from a few years ago a second chance. I mean, I don't foresee a relationship happening, but he was nice, I think, from what I remember. So we'll see. Um, and so that's kind of the perspective I'm coming at with this podcast. It's just as much, even maybe more so for me as it is for everyone I'm trying to help. Um, I'm trying to help myself too. I'm trying to, you know, get my sexuality back. Just kind of just get myself back out there. That's what I'm trying to do. And I'm hoping this podcast will help. And I'm hoping my journey in this experience will help someone out there. And that's really my only goal. And to make you guys laugh um, because I have a lot of laughable stories and I just think you guys are going to enjoy them because my dating life is kind of a fucking joke. Um, and anyway, uh, I guess I should talk about why you should listen to me. I mean, first of all, you don't have to. Uh, I'm really, really grateful for the kind of reception I've had when talking about this on my personal Instagram, you guys are being really, really supportive. And I'm really grateful because this is kind of nerve wracking to decide. I'm going to like put all my business out there and also like who even wants to hear what I have to say. But so many of you have been so receptive and like telling me you're excited for the first episode and I'm excited to share it with you guys. So, um, that being said, I think I'm a credible source. First of all, I give great advice for both sex and dating. Um, I taught my friend how to, take an incredible nude angle that I'm happy to share with you if you DM me. It's very complicated to explain, but I think I did it right. I'm waiting for her to send me her attempt so I can see if my description is helpful. Um, so that's one way I can be helpful to you guys. Um, another way is I'm great at relationship advice. Like I said before, I do not follow my own advice. And as a result, my dating life is a mess. So that should really tell you that no, I'm kidding. That's not a good reason to trust me. But I do give great advice. Um, a friend of mine, I'll give you an example. A friend of mine is going through his first breakup that he did not initiate, and he is struggling with it. And I, you know, having been through this many a time, have great advice for him. And he was checking her social media a lot, kind of like jumping to conclusions a lot. And it's just Obviously, we've all been there. I'm not saying I haven't done this. I'm the queen of doing this. I'm a Scorpio. I can find any information out that is necessary, and I will. But I kind of realized recently that's not helping me, right? That's only hurting me to be checking on people. Um, I don't need to be seeing anything I don't need to be seeing. If it's not sent to me directly, I don't need to be seeing it. You know what I mean? And it goes the same for my friend. So 
I'm, what did I say to him? This was so poignant. I'm going to give you guys a second to marinate on it too once I say it. it I'm going to butcher it. So I said something along the lines of, okay, listen, the case is closed on this. Checking her social media is only paper cutting yourself with it. Yo. Are you guys writing that down? I think you should write that down because that, that was fucking good, right? That was so good. Um, anyway, I, I have always <laughs> been a very sexual person and I know a lot about it. Like I said earlier, I've done a lot of research. I like started masturbating, I think, when I was like, I was super young, like nine or 10, like so, so young, which is very normal. So if any of you guys are out there too, nothing to be ashamed about. We were just curious, whatever. Um, and pretty sure I started watching porn around that same time. I don't know like what the f I can't remember like the initiation of it I just remember watching like full-blown porn I don't remember how it started I know I'm, I know it didn't start that way I don't think I knew that there were websites that had that at first but anyway I've been you know studying this for quite some time um you know I've gotten many a compliment myself so I think I'm learning um and I also just love talking about it. I'm, I feel open talking about it. And so I'm hoping that kind of openness rubs off on some people. This is a taboo subject, but let's kind of take the taboo away so we can have just better sex overall. So hope you guys can take that as reason to keep listening. Um, if that's not reason enough, I have some hilarious guests lined up. Like I don't, I hope that I'm not just laughing the entire episode, this next one. Um, that I record because she's hysterical and then I just, it's gonna be great. So if you don't like me, stick around for the guest host. Um, all right, what else do I need to tell you guys? I'm gonna tell you about a couple recent, actually just one, one recent dating experience I had and then I'm gonna get into some of these uh, uh, questions you guys asked. I'm so excited to answer them. I haven't looked at them that closely, but from what I saw, they're really funny and some of them are good questions. So, um, all right. So like I said, I had a recent epiphany to get back out there, start dating again, and also start just like, I'm not huge on casual hookups. I really like sex, but for me, I just need to like you more. And that takes more than like a bar conversation. But despite this, I thought maybe this could be like a nice reintroduction. I met this guy at a bar. Um, the weekend after I got back from Vegas when I'm fresh off this epiphany and he was cool enough. We had like a 10 minute conversation. I gave him my number and then the next day I'm bored. I'm smoking. It's, it's LA. It's legal. So no judgment. I'm smoking and I'm like, maybe that, what's like, I wonder what that guy's doing. So I text him. I'm like, hey, do you want to come over and smoke? And before you judge me, I know what that sounds like. And yeah, that's why I said it. All right. There's nothing wrong with the booty call. So he, he's like, for sure. He's over within 30 minutes. Great. And we start making out immediately, which is fine. I don't really have anything to say to him, to be honest. But within like two minutes, he start every girl, when I tell you, every, when I say this, every girl is going to say, mm-hmm, this happened to me. Within two minutes, he starts slightly pushing down on my shoulders. Some guys will do on the top of your head, depending on how tall they are. Pushing down on my shoulders to get me to give him a blowjob, presumably. I mean, I would assume this is what guys do. This is not the first time by any means this has happened to me, but I really thought we had stopped doing this, you know, freshman, sophomore year of college. Guys, if you are still doing this, fucking stop. What is that? Use your words. What do you want? Say what you want. Ask me if I want to even do that. Ladies, if a guy does that, I hope we're not obliging. Like, lock your knees. We're not going anywhere. You know what I mean? Um, that's a ridiculous way to try to get a blowjob. Use your words. It's, it's so, it's, it's disrespectful. Anyway, so I tell him to chill. I tell him to relax. 
Um, and he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And then we, we make out again. Another couple minutes go by, and he's starting to make these, like, impatient sounds. And I'm just like, are you okay? Are you well? Like, is something wrong? And he's like, I mean, is this all I'm getting? Guys. Guys. Can you believe that shit? This guy hasn't been in my house for even 10 minutes. I had offered him water. I'm broke, so I didn't really have anything else to offer him, but I, I offered him water. I'm being a gracious host, and that, like, ew. Ew, ew, ew. So I laugh in his face, and I say, it is now. And then, you know, being as nice as I am, way too nice, I offer to pay for his Uber home, because I'm not sure if he drove or not. He ended up having driven, so luckily I didn't have to do that. But I felt, I mean... Even though he was gross, I felt bad because he had literally just walked in my front door and I was like, okay, time for you to go. You're leaving. Bye. Um, and I really hope that, um, ladies, this inspires you to kick the next dude who makes you uncomfortable in your own home out or leave if you're in their home and they make you uncomfortable. We don't owe them shit. Leave. It's much just easier, really. Because at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? Who, like, who is that guy? Doesn't even matter. Leave if he's going to be rude and disrespectful. So... He lays there for a few minutes and I'm like, yo, if you want to stay, like, I guess we can talk, get to know each other, but like, you're not sleeping here. Like your other option is to leave. Like, and I'm, I'm cool with that. So you, you can leave. I don't know. I like, in my head, I'm just like, does he think it'll be rude if he leaves? I'm just trying to give him an out. So he finally goes, do you have Hulu? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, well, I kind of wanted to watch Rick and Morty. First of all, that show isn't that good. Okay. That's like the quintessential male like millennial male or i guess i should say 20 something male because some millennials are almost 40 and i don't think most of them are watching uh rick and morty um show to watch and it's just it's fine i've seen it but there are much better adult cartoons out there uh check out big mouth on netflix it's incredible and um it's just not that good it's it's the same way i feel about white women and friends you guys gotta pick a better show it's friends is not that good either. Anyway, I, let me not go on a rant on that. I'm not here to drag people about their TV choices, except for this guy. So Rick and Morty, at that point, I'm like, oh, no, this guy must have been an underage drinker at the bar. And I accidentally picked up this underage drinker. Oopsies. And um, I go, how old are you? And he goes, 29. I'm sorry. What? This 29 and you're still doing the push down blowjob move 29 and you're like requesting to use my Hulu to watch Rick and Morty. He later revealed that he didn't have Hulu and him and his roommates were trying to like bootleg the new season. I guess there was a new season. And I'm like, so not only do you live with roommates at 29, which no hate to that, I probably will too because I want to live in expensive ass cities. But not only do you live with roommates at 29, y'all can't afford to split Hulu? What? So you're broke. So you're broke. And you're going to do the push down blowjob move. Move. I'm appalled, really, at this point. So I'm like, no, 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 it's time for you to go. It's time for you to go. So I finally get him to the front door, and he turns around, and he goes, I could still, like, get you off or, like, take care of you. And I thought he was just trying to, like, just to say. I thought he would just wanted me to know that he could had I allowed it. I don't know. I don't know what I thought. And then I look at him, and he looks like he's waiting for something. So I'm like, oh, do you mean right now? He's like, yeah. I'm like, no, that won't be necessary. Like, not leave. Get home safe. And I shut the door in his face, and I had a donut, and I went to sleep. And that was honestly a much better evening. The whole ordeal took about 20 minutes. Um, you know, I think I let that even go on too long at that point. But, you know, like I said earlier, I don't care what, how soon you just got here. You can leave. I would rather sleep. You know what I mean? Um, all right, so let's get into some of these questions. I'm so excited. 
All right. Here's a question I got. Talk about uncircumcised versus circumcised people tripping. <laughs> That's a quote. Um, I love you guys. Um, I have never seen an uncircumcised penis. Well, I have in porn, but I haven't in real life. I don't think I would react. It would be, I think I've heard from what I've heard, it's, it's essentially the same. You don't really do anything different. So I really wouldn't worry about it. Um, I don't think anyone should be like afraid to see one. If you're super curious or you're like anxious about it, just look on porn. Google, don't Google image it because you might get something like diseased. You don't want to see that. But um, look like uh, Pornhub.com, search uncircumcised penis, I'm sure, or maybe dick. I don't know. That's probably like a more porny word. Plenty of things will come up, I'm sure. And then you'll see what it looks like. You'll see what the girl does with it and uh, you, or the guy. And then uh, problem solved. It's not a big deal. Okay, next question. Okay, inconsistent results, frustrations, and euphorias. What are you, a poet? What is this? Inconsistent results, frustrations, and euphorias. I don't know what you meant by this, so I'm going to take my own interpretation. Inconsistent results. So maybe you're hooking up with multiple people and you're doing the same stuff and it's not working. To that I say, every woman is different. Learn what she likes. Take the fucking time. Ask what she likes. Say, I heard a podcast once. I'm going to plug it because honestly, it's partly the inspiration for my podcast. It's called the Young Daddy Podcast. I don't know if I should be embarrassed that I listen to it. He does a lot of off-color accents that I do not support, um, but it's funny. And this guy's, this guy's a comic in New York named Lev Fur, and it's funny as hell. And um, what he says he does is he asks women how they come. And I'm not quite sure how he brings it up, but I think anyone, any girl would appreciate being asked that. Because for me, like, and for most women, like, yeah, statistically, the majority of women don't come from, like, just penetration. There needs to be, like, clit stimulation. There needs to be foreplay, first of all. So it's just ask people. Maybe someone can come with just penetration. That's all they need. Maybe someone needs oral to come. Like, who knows? Just ask. So I'm assuming the frustrations is part of the inconsistent results. Maybe if you're sexually frustrated, um, lower your standards. No, I'm kidding. Um, don't do that. It's never worth it. Uh, frustrations. You maybe mean in a relationship? Um, talk to your partner. Talk to your partner about what you're frustrated about. If, if you need more, like, sex or maybe you feel like you're initiating too much i had this problem in my first relationship okay i probably shouldn't have said that and i'm gonna i'm gonna edit that out in uh a relationship i was in i was initiating almost all the sex and it was driving me crazy and i was just like this is making me feel shitty um and i talked about it a lot it didn't really improve mostly because our sex drives didn't match so you know relationship ended still great friends with the guy he's he's awesome um euphorias i don't know what you mean by that and i really i've had too much wine to sit and try to figure it out so i hope i answered your question dm me if i didn't uh love ya um okay next question do you direct a man in giving better head in the moment or do you just give a review after i love the terminology like a yelp like a yelp review <laughs> like you know lasted a while but missed the clit i don't know i don't know what you'd say um that's a great question. This is a great question, and it's something I'm probably still trying to figure out. 
for myself. Um, I am not the best at giving feedback on head, mostly because I didn't think I was someone who enjoyed it until a few partners ago, and they were really good at it. And then I realized, oh, this is enjoyable. And the only reason I didn't like it is because the people who had done it before weren't great at it. So I haven't had a new partner in this new realization that I enjoy oral that wasn't good at it. I haven't had this experience yet. So if it happens, I will let you guys know what I do. But my objective opinion would be to try to direct them in the moment because it wasted a lot of time. The times that I had, I did it with people and before I really knew what good head was like and I just kind of let them do it because I thought they wanted to. And I was, you know, it's a nice gesture. So I let them do it. It's like if someone gives you a gift you don't like, you don't tell them to their face you don't like it. Um, but in this case, you, you can. So if they like are just missing the spot, Maybe say, this is what I, let me teach you how to eat me out. Maybe say like that. So they don't feel so targeted as if they've been doing it wrong their whole life, even though they probably have. Um, And you make it kind of feel more personalized. Like, this is how I like it, right? And you can try it that way. And then maybe they, they won't feel as attacked. But there's really no point in letting it go on too long if they're not good at it. So I would say something. But if you don't feel comfortable in the moment, for sure give a review before the next session. Or just have like an instructional, I don't know, guys. I'll try it. I'll let you guys know. Um, Okay. Here's another one. Good D can keep us in bad relationships too long. What about good boyfriends with bad D? That's a good question as well. And like I said earlier, it all depends on your um, priority level about sex. If it's really important to you and they're not good at it and... I'm assuming by this question they have talked to their partner and tried to educate them. Because if you like someone that much, like you think they're a great boyfriend, that's when it's worth taking the time to educate them. Um, And you should definitely try that before throwing in the towel. But my opinion is if you've done that and it's still bad, uh, call it quits. Sorry. I just, it's not an option for me to... I've just had really good sex in my life and I would be so sad if what I was stuck with forever was mediocre. So um, I would say end it, but if you, only if you've tried teaching them. And if they're not receptive or they just aren't a good learner, it's really not your job to sit there and uh, just put up with it just because they're nice. That's not enough. We all know that. Okay. So those are all the Instagram DM questions. Let's see. You guys asked me a couple questions on Ask FM too. Let's just do a couple of these. Um, All right. Someone said sex plus food gone wrong. Hmm. Interesting. I would love to know if you have a story to go with this uh, because I would love to hear it. I don't have any sex and food examples that have gone wrong, but I can imagine how it completely could. I don't love mixing sex and food. I think I've done like whipped cream before. It's sticky. It's sticky. It's messy. Why would I do it's getting down on my sheets? Nah, I'm worried about being sticky. You gotta worry about yeast. Listen, ladies, we get yeast infections so easy. This dude is just looking whipped cream up left and right and then going down on you. It's a recipe for a fucking yeast infection. This doesn't sound healthy at all. Um it's not my preference. I don't know. I would love to hear if 
you have a story about this. Um, next one. Could you date someone who wouldn't go down on you? Um, no. But <laughs> the reason being, it's not even the act so much that I would miss. It's the principle of the thing. Because I'm sure that same person expects blowjobs. And it's just my general rule is I do not go down on a man until they go down on me first. Then I will return the favor. But way too often, if, if you think of like the very basic like first base, second base, third base of sex with people our age, I feel like it goes like make out, blowjob, penetration. There's no, nothing for the woman in there. Like it's just expected that you're going to give the guy a blowjob, but it's not expected that they're going to give you a head. And so that is not happening. Mostly because... I would so much rather have sex with someone than give them. It, a, a blowjob is so much more intimate. It's so much more selfless. I have to, like, care about you. And if I don't, then I'm not going to do it. But then, you know, some other people love it. Some people love doing it. And if you love doing it, that's different. And not that I don't. I just only like doing it for people I care about. Because it, it's just so, it's too selfless. If I don't actually like you, it's just, but that's why I don't really have sex with people I don't like. That's why I had a man drought because I really just met awful man after awful man. Um, and so I decided to stop. But um, anyway, the principle of the thing is if they're not willing to do it for you, then why do it for them? And it just makes me mad that it's kind of like it's not it's no real skin off their back. Like, just do something nice for your girl. So, no, I wouldn't date someone who wouldn't go down on me for the principle of the matter. Um, but I, I really encourage everyone listening to employ my strategy of only going down on men once they go down on you first because then you guarantee that you get pleased first because a lot of guys forget that step um and everyone's happy and if they won't why should you equality bitches all right i think this is gonna be the last one. Oh, this is a good last one let's just rip the band-aid off tell us about them little dick having ass motherfuckers This was on Ask FM. I have a good idea who asked me this just based on the phrasing, but whoever it is, I love you. That's hilarious. Um, tell us about them little dick having ass motherfuckers. Um, good news. It's not about the size of the boat, but the motion of the ocean. The relationship that I will refer to frequently on here. I got to give them like a, a code name so I can say names. Um, that I'm not over that ended like a year and a half ago, smallest dick I've ever slept with. <laughs> and he was so good in bed, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. Would it have been a little, you know, nice if it was a little bigger? Yeah, but he knew what the fuck he was doing with it. And so I did not care. And not only did I not care, I um, was obsessed with him. So it really, I don't think matters as long as you know what you're doing. Like, don't go around fumbling around with everything, not knowing what parts go where. Figure it out. Do some, learn something. Listen to this podcast. Watch some uh, female-centric porn. Figure out where the G-spot is, where the clit is. Figure it out. Know what you're doing. And then, uh, oh, perfect dirty talk. I think women love that. Write in if you don't love that. I want to know if that's, like, universal. Maybe I'll ask, like, a poll on on the at bad sex pod Instagram channel. I'll do that. Women only answer. Do you like dirty talk? Cause for me, that really enhances the experience. And, um, 
penis size just doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I mean, if anything, it could be too big. I, well, I'm sure too small exists, but I just have been blessed, knock on wood, to not encounter that. Um, I'm sure too small exists, but too big definitely exists. And that sucks for them too. It really does. Because there's no real getting around that. They just have to be like really fucking, it's like a weapon. They have to be careful with that. Um, I hooked up with a guy once that had one that was just huge. And I was like terrified. I was like, oh my God. And he was really nice about it. He was very gentle with it. And he would regularly check in on me and ask if I was okay. And that was nice of him. And then I, it made me wonder how many times has he had to, to do this and like check in on people. I'm like, what experience did he have where he realized he had to, like, check in regularly? I feel bad for whatever girl that was. Um, he was nice, though. Too big, not good. Uh, little dick, have an ass, motherfuckers. You guys are in the clear if you learn what the fuck you're doing. Um, all right. I hope you guys are as excited as I am and want to tune in every week. I'm going to have... I've got some hilarious people lined up to co-host with me. Like, I'm so, so excited. So... I really hope you guys tune in. Please keep asking me questions. Like that is the bulk of what I want this to be. If you guys don't ask questions, I don't know what the fuck we're going to talk about. And then I'm going to have to stop the podcast and I don't have to get depressed. And you guys don't want that because then I tweet about it a lot and it makes everybody uncomfortable. So please ask questions. Um, as a reminder, you can ask on Ask FM. The link is in the Bad Sex Pod bio. You can DM Bad Sex Pod on Instagram. You can email badsexpod at gmail.com. All of your questions, I'm here to answer. I'm here to help. Have a great day, week, weekend, guys. Love ya. Talk to you next week.